0: Hey everybody, this is Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante, and we are here today where motherfuckers are in love and and all this great stuff. I don't got nobody, sorry, I could kill, and kill us, but the best thing about this month is that it's Black History Month. The shortest month, but it's the best month, because that's the month that I tell people I'm not working today, and I'm not doing any overtime, and leave me alone. Just saying. But I have my 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 guest here with me. How you doing, brother?
1: Hey guys, how are you?
0: I'm good, just chilling. Let the people know who you are.
1: I am Ladu Pearson, one of the co-founders of Stories in Black, um, which is Stories in Black is a website uh, that that focuses on exploring and elevating. The um, journeys and stories of um, black gay men in, in America. And we launched pretty soon, so I'm pretty excited
0: about oh, it. Am I getting exclusive? Because you know, when I get exclusives, so I feel special. Is this an exclusive? Did you launch yet?
1: No, we didn't launch yet. It's like actually um, launching, the website launches on the 28th, February mm-hmm. 28th. Um, and it will feature. Right now, for um, each week, we will launch a new story, new chapter. We call it um, of a story of a black gay man telling his personal journey, um, talking from ranging ranging from um, his dating back um, history, mm-hmm. how he came out to his parents or his friends, and most important, like his overall view on his life and where he's seen himself going. Um, so they're done in chapters um, and so that people can like watch them um, at any different stage of their um, life. And it's super, super amazing. Like it's a really, really cool, cool, cool project. Um,
0: well, I have really to interrupt. Up- I have to interrupt. I have to. First of all, first of all, let's let's just go back a little a little bit. First thing is Lazu. Where is that name from? Because I like that name. Lazu. It gives me yeah, uh
1: well, my dad is Muslim, he well, he practices the Muslim faith, so it so it's actually a Muslim name, oh, uh, yeah, so oh. that's where it generally comes from. It means one who conquers all,
0: and you are conquering by doing this, like I think that what you're doing is phenomenal. see, my show is kind of ratchet, like we talk about craziness, we talk about sex and stuff, and all that all that nasty stuff. And then we have a little educational time ourselves, but at the same time, I like to talk about business and things like this. So, first of all, your project sounds awesome, and it's perfect to do in the month of February. You know, especially when black men don't don't have um too much guidance. You know what I mean? As as white men kind of do and do. You know what I mean? So. The first thing I would like to ask is, what made you, what was your f- first moment that said, Ladu, I got to do this project?
1: Well, it's actually me and my business partner um, and friend, um, Eugene um, Robinson. Um, we've been friends for like 20 years now. And one day in 2006, we were with having dinner with another friend and... Um, whom was just asking questions about our experience as, as um, gay black men in America. And so we were just like, telling her just different stories. And, and at the end of the dinner, we were like, you know, we all three was like, you know, we really should, like, write this stuff down and, and like, share this. And she was like, you know, this will help a lot of people because I'm just sitting here at dinner with you guys, and I learned so much in just this hour conversation. And so Eugene and I got back into the car And we were like, no, we really, we really should do something with this. And so, in that short period of time, we just thought about doing a book. We was like, yeah, let's do a book because we can, you know, interview people and. And put it in a book form, and then it could be something that can be you know kept around forever. You know, on a coffee table, and like people can read it. And Eugene is in the educational background, so mm-hmm. you know he dealt he deals with students and, and black young men and things like that. So he was like, it definitely needs to be in a you know a counselor's office and things like that, mm-hmm. um, because we want to hit it more so from the mentoring element of mm-hmm. it, like sharing your stories and and and, and hearing someone. That you know look like you, that went through the same experiences as you, that that um that went through the same difficulty and struggle and and just unclearness as as we all go through, mm. um just to see that and hear that from someone is it, is super comforting. It validates you, mm. right? And so we went from thinking that it going to be a book to actually turning it into a. Um, workshop series. We we did our first workshop probably like that that following year, in two thousand seven at um, Chicago Gay Pride, mm-hmm. and it was a huge success. Like we had like over like sixty people inside our conference, and other all the other conferences kind of closed down because they didn't have enough people mm-hmm. um in there, and they all just closed down and came into ours, and that was where we first discovered that just sharing our stories out loud. We had a panel of six amazing black men who shared their stories and Eugene and I just hosted. Um, we realized in that moment of just people saying their stories out loud connected with others and Mm -hmm. it made others stand up in the audience and share their story and then once someone else stood up and showed their story then someone else got the 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 the, the, the guts to stand up and tell their story and Mm -hmm. it just went on for about three hours of people getting up and sharing their story and just also saying how much this that 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 surrounded impacted them and just made them feel comfortable and say like wow I, I I never thought that someone else had that same exact experience as me, and we realized one huge thing in that we had the power to heal each other, mm-hmm. um, and to validate each other more importantly. Um, so from that point on, this this. Um, Project has been like a 15 year journey. Um, Eugene and I both had to go through our own personal journeys to get to the point where we are able now today to really define the journey of the project. Mm. Um, So we took years off because, again, we just had to go through our own personal journeys. And about two years ago, Eugene hit me up again and was like, you know, hey, this project is still heavy on my heart. And I'm, you know, and I'm in a transition in my life where I just feel like I really want to do this. And so I was like, sure, like, I'm definitely. Still up for doing it, and even from that point two years ago, the project's um, journey has completely changed. We, you know, just decided then that we were going to start interviewing more people, and we didn't really know that what we wanted to do yet with the project. Um, and then we came up with, oh, let's do let's let's do a documentary. And eventually, up to this date now, the documentary we're still going to do the documentary, but now it's, we turned it into a full fledged website that black gay men can come to 24 hours seven days a week where they can hear these journeys and these stories and they can relate and um um, and hear someone that they know it looks like them and Mm -hmm. hear the the unique and beautiful stories of being us you know um and so we wanted a place again, to provide a place that they, they can go to any time during the day and listen to these stories and and just heal. Heal and feel loved, feel appreciated, feel valued. And we made it a very um, important factor to make sure that we show the diversity in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we always say that we kind of see with us, you know, we say keep it real, right? Keep uh-huh. it real in the sense of, When things are done for black gay men, it's always done showing the most successful parts of us or the most value what what the community deems to be the most valuable parts of us, meaning the most handsome people, the most successful black gay men, um, the most sexiest the one with the bodies and all the stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And some people cannot relate to that. They look at that and say, well, that's not me. That's not a perfection that I will ever achieve. So therefore, is that? does that mean my story don't count? Does that mean I don't count? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure that we show the diversity in our community and so that everybody feel welcome. And what, at whatever stage they are at in their journey, that they feel that it's okay to be there. And to, for us to let them know that it's okay to be who you are at this moment And it doesn't mean that you would be there forever, that your ideal self is still attainable.
0: So my question to to you is, first of all, I think that's amazing. Um, I think that it's something that hasn't this is the right time because, you know, the times that we're going through now is, you know, all black lives matter. And we have to say all black lives matter because we add in in the LGBT when, you know. You know, sometimes with Black, at at one time with Black Lives Matter, they didn't add that in when it was it was co-founded by two lesbians, right? So, you know, sometimes people, they can't relate. So, like, for instance, for instance, for me, when I sit down there and I would watch Queer Ass Folk, where the Black people at, right? And <laughs> then I would watch Noah's Ark and I'd be like they black, but I'm from the East Coast and I'm a little more, ugh, like a little rough. They're given very West Coast and I can't relate to any character except for, at that time, was Wade and it was um the nurse, right? Mm-hmm. Because my friends are, not you know, and this is no disrespect to feminine men, but my friends, I can't relate to that because I don't have that many feminine friends. You understand what I'm saying? So, it got me into a point of it was good, like, the concept was good, like, the things that we go through was good, but it's not the New York thing that I see. You understand what I'm sa- uh, saying? Yeah, and yeah. and Queer as fuck po- was also, um, they talk, they talk about, which is in the West Coast, and also the other one that's in the UK, which is white men doing shit that Sometimes black men don't fucking do, you know what I mean, or brown or brown men don't do, you know what I mean. So, um, for me, I was like, uh, but the way your project is sounding, it's something that I would really want to listen to to and watch because, you know, I well, first of all, <laughs> because because we're cool, I got an ex- exclusive peek i the saying? <laughs> so when I seen the exclusive peak, I was like, oh, okay, I can relate to that. I can relate to a teacher. I can relate to this. I can relate to the normalcy, the so-called normalcy of things that's going on because, you know, being being someone in West Hollywood, thinking that you carry you, you, you carry from Sex in the City, writing a book and shit, I can't really, like, relate to that. I can relate to my normal gym teacher, my normal post worker, my normal this, my no, you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah, and, I mean, and that was the this is the whole point of the project is
1: we is to show the everyday black man because at the end of the day, Black History Month, black we're black we're black men first, right? Yes. Um, before anyone, before anyone figured out that we're gay or we announce that we're gay or come out as gay, we one thing that we have we are definitely seen as and will always be seen as first is, is black men so and and so and then we add the gay part to it right we mm-hmm. that's what we also are we're black gay men so what eugene and i always said like he and i like we grew up we both grew up with our fathers um and so, so i think there's a, there's a stigma out there that that, that 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 black gay men don't grow with, ma- with masculine Um, male role models Mm -hmm. in their lives like my father is a military man for Mm -hmm. 20 years retired from the military and he practiced the Muslim faith so yeah if 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 that was the case I definitely just on based on those two things I definitely shouldn't be gay Mm -hmm. and let me just be clear that these that this project is not a series of actors it is not a series of like a tv show it is literally brave black men sharing their real authentic stories Mm -hmm. with us and so i will forever be grateful um for them to 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 step out and give their 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 brave and 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 real stories and i might as well go ahead and say that you are one of those black men who (laughs) were interested. (laughs) <laughs> for the project, um, you would be featured on the podcast part of the project. And um, so we have a podcast, par- podcast version and also um, a video version where people are, the men are on the chapters that I'm talking about are on video. So you actually get to see the guys. And so the point, again, the point of the website is to meet people wherever they are in their journey. Some people, you not in the case, you just did the podcast because you want to do the podcast version, mm-hmm. but some people don't want an necessarily be the poster child of what gay is. Mm. So we set up the podcast for that reason so that, but they still brave enough and want to share their story, you know? Mm. And again, that wasn't the case with you, but you just had to do the podcast version of it.
0: Listen, but, I have to, I have to stick to my brand. My brand is podcasting. This is what I do,
1: you know? So, so, so you yeah, guys want to make that clear? Like, it's not a like sh- TV show series. This is real black men, black gay men telling their authentic stories which just is absolutely phenomenal and they they share so many real points and vulnerable moments Mm -hmm. throughout their lives um um that are just going to connect with so many people and like i said our point of doing this project is to show that we walk around here every day, like everybody else. We, like you said, we are teachers. We are executive assistants. We are retail managers. We are in educate. You know, we are the, like in the education field. Who go to the grocery store? Who go to the gym? Who love our mamas? Who have nieces and nephews? We go on vacation. Yeah. We, we we go through the same everyday struggle as the average black man too. I mean, you know, and um, we get stopped by the police. We get looked over. By our white counterparts for a luxury apartment like 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 anything else we get passed in you know by taxi cabs because we black like anybody else and let's yeah. not
0: let's not even add on on, on that you know black people cold switch for white people you know gay black people's cold switch for other people you go fr- oh, yeah. you go yeah. from you go from yeah you know listen man like listen man you know we doing a b and c you dropping the car and the, and the cops stop you and you be like Shit. Anyway, you do when he sits down there and he licenses. Oh girl, <laughs> you go <coast> switch. <laughs> hey girl, um I'm so sorry, officer. I forgot. You know, and that's not everybody. I'm joking. I'm only joking. But some people have done it. Like they've done it. They uh, Yeah.
1: I mean again, like we, we go through everything that quote unquote I, I our heterosexual counterparts go through. And I we and Eugene and I just felt That this was not being shown the normacy of being a black gay man. You know, um, when we looked at things that that was out there for us overall, it was on two different spectrums. It was either it was about being on a down low, being ashamed of who you are Mm -hmm. and, and doing showing our love. Um, for each other as to be something that needs to be hidden or creepy or just about sex mm-hmm. and no love and no, 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 no future was in that. It was just about just getting your, you know, getting your sexual fulfillment field, whatever like that. Yeah. Or it was on the spectrum of wanting to be, um, a woman or, you know, transitioning to a woman. And we love our, our transsexual mm-hmm. and gender, gender, um, members uh, because at the end of the day they're still black as mm-hmm. well too you know um, but there was no middle there was no no normalcy of showing just the average everyday man who just black gay man who just he, again gets up every morning and mm-hmm. shaves and go to work and and again he necessarily shame about being gay he lives his life as, as open as he possibly can be and even has to struggle with Deciding how open he's going to be mm-hmm. about his sexuality because he has chosen to be a stockbroker. He has chosen to be a teacher
0: and
1: or a cop or a, or a cop or, or anything, a postal office. Like I work my general job every day is I'm, a, I'm in retail management. So for me, I'm allowed to, in my field, it's more, it seemed to be weirder to be, to claim to be a straight man than it is as a gay man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can go to work and say that I'm gay. My boyfriend can come to my job and pick me up and kiss me hello and grab my hand and walk and lead me out, you know, out the door. And my staff will probably be like, they won't be shocked that, if a man. They'd be more shocked that I even allowed him to even come in because I don't really do any personal conversation about yeah, my yeah. personal life at work. So they would just be shocked on that. They're like, oh, wow, we actually get to see what goes on in his personal life. But the shock won't be about me being gay because they do know that at least or they figured out figured that out at least.
0: So, um, so-, so you as, do, you know, doing this, do you tell your sto- uh, story and, like, are you the – first boom to tell your uh, story or you just let everybody else tell theirs
1: no so you know again I think the point of the project we cannot ask Eugene and I cannot ask anyone else to be vulnerable if we're not going to be vulnerable ourselves so part of our Mm -hmm. um, bio um, is our own personal story we sit down and tell our own personal story that's part of our bio um, so we're on video, we recording. It was the first time that we both actually told our story out loud in that form on video. It's on, it's on you know, so now it's on, it's recorded and on video forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, so that was one thing, like, you know, we cannot create this space of vulnerability and a safe place to be yourself if we weren't going to actually be that ourselves. So definitely, yes, you would see both our stories on video us tell us on video excuse me telling our stories and um you know um and it's not chapters like it is but it's just just getting a part of our our bio um so yeah i mean it was touching like i actually shared my fault i shared my story with my father last week i sent him the raw footage before we edited it down um and shared that with him because he played a huge part in my coming out story or mm. me to speak be overall, becoming the man that I am today. So I definitely wanted his input and his, you know, quote unquote approval of, of, of the story. Mm. And he ended up loving it and, um, um, and congratulating me on that, being able to do that. So yeah, so again, it's, it's about the project again, it's just overall about just sharing and Stories and and, and actually having us mentor each other because our hope is that you know a mother or father can look at this and get to know their gay son, Mm -hmm. brother, sister, uncle, husband, whatever better, you know, understand how to deal with them um, and how to relate to them and show that we we're, we're all human at the end of the day and we're more alike than we are different. Um, so the website is just really multi dimensional and um and functional. So, you know, you we also have they said i mentioned we have the the podcast, we have table talk conversation called um fellowship. because um, it's the fellows sitting around the table and having a, a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um there would be a doctor a documentary series that we're gonna work on as well too, that would be released. In the next couple of months, as well, when the when the website launches, um, you will be able to see the trailer for that mm-hmm. um, the, um, documentary. Um, then, you, like say so you have our personal stories, you have our introduction and purpose video, mm-hmm. um, where we explain everything I kind of said earlier about where the project came from, the idea the project came from, and what we you know what we hope the project will will achieve, which is a movement of everyone just sharing. Their stories and having conversations that we with each other that we normally don't have, um, and um, then, like I said, the focal feature part, the best part I feel of the website is just the chapters, the stories in which again these brave black men tell tell their stories. Mm-hmm. And um, for the first month, um, there would be a story release each week. Um, okay and we hope to keep that up going forward the first month or so month or two we probably just keep the first original stories on there so until everyone kind of gets to know the website and kind of go back and forth we want to keep adding things for people to watch at the first so kind of want people to kind of settle in and to the website at that but eventually we will continue to release one every week or, or um, every two weeks um and so yeah, so we're pretty, pretty, pretty excited
0: about it. Um, well, and- I, I'm excited for um, for you because first of all, I, I you know I'm I'm you know I'm kind of a brouhaha, right? You know I'm kind of psychic, right? So mm-hmm. when you go, so you know when you get to what is it like the short films and w- what they call it the whatever, the doc- fi- huh?
1: The documentary.
0: Yeah, when it gets to like that, they have to get an award. I would like to go. I'm saying it now. I'm saying it early. You know I look cute. Everybody
1: it. Everybody invited. You know.
0: Yeah. I I just want. I want to go. Because you know. Listen. When you go to these places. They they only allow like maybe you could bring an uh, extra one or two or three. So I'm just. I'm just asking. I just want. I just want to be a part of um, Black Hollywood too. Just a little. Just a tad. Not that much. I don't. You know. I'm still rash it. I can't. But. Um. You know,
1: like, and we hope like that'd be super cool uh, to get to, to garner great success. But we're, we're right now, we're looking at great success for us right now is it just touching people, it touching the people that we really want it to touch. And, you know, if we can just get one little black boy who is struggling with his sexuality or not even struggling with it, just discovering it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, to feel good about his journey, to let him know that, you know, he has, he can come on this website and get, like, mentors in the privacy. You mm-hmm. know, because sometimes, let's keep it real, being gay is still, particularly in our Black community, is still not seen as something amazing or mm-hmm. good. I think people have...
0: Even begin- in 2021.
1: Exactly. I think people have begin to tolerate it a lot more um, because we have, as Black gay men, we have, been, we have become very valuable to mm-hmm. our black community even though it's not the thing that's put out there but we are very bad our talents and our skills are very valuable
0: and always yeah. stolen
1: yeah and so you know so they tolerate us more now you know and, and and also on the other hand of that like you know our families love us it's not something that they necessarily agree with or really warrant for us you know because some people look at it like it's just you're adding on one thing else that's going to hold you back that's going to Put uh, people hate you for you're already a black man, so why are you going to add on the gay part to Mm -hmm. it as well too? But again, that leads it to suggesting that it's a choice and it's not a choice. (laughs) Um, But um, but we just want again, even from that little boy to all the way to that fifty year old who hasn't had the courage to kind of share that he's gay or. Or, or, or you know, who's having particularly having trouble with his dating life, or seeing himself in a different way And his dating life, like they can go on these these, these um on, go on this website and listen to someone else's story that is going through the same thing that they're going through or went through, and they have it and it helps them kind of gather their thoughts on and, ha- and help them redefine how they want to reposition their journey because mm-hmm. that's the power we have. Your journey is your journey, but you have the choice at any moment to redefine it. To turn it around, mm-hmm. to you know, to 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 completely start all over if you wanted to, like you have that right to do so, mm-hmm. um, and we just want people to really understand that.
0: You know, um, I like what you, uh, basically everything that you said, and because not only that it's Black History Month, um, I also want to get to the business side of what you're doing because. You know, like you said, this took a couple of years to do. You know what I'm I'm saying? And I think with a lot of people, like I was talking to a young man who he was on the right path of having a cleaning business and then a candle business. And then he was trying to do a design. Then he trying to do a food truck. And it went all over the place. Right. And me consulting him as this is how you need to break these things down and learn how to do these things. From hearing what your story, I want to know because I, my main, um, just for a couple of episodes, I do want to talk about business because an episode before I talked to somebody about their, about how they started their own type of business for this business right here. Um, what was one, how did you go through the motions? Like, how did you break these things down? Did you do a L- LLC? Did you do, um, um, a trademark, because I always introduce these guys, which is um, earn your own leisure. I talk about them all the time. They're brown like us. They're black men. They tell you how to have financial literacy on top of learning stocks, doing all these things that in our community, we do not talk about. We talk about sex. We talk about all this other cra- crazy shit. I know I do. But on another note, we need to turn, turn around and educate our se- ourselves and not say that a fast dollar like can you what was it only fans me vimvo me because i'm cute all this other stuff so can you explain your hard work that led up to this the ups and the downs because um i think when people see success they only see the success of they only see the success they don't see the hard work like when they see um isa ray they only see the success. They don't know wh- how much work she had to put put in there. When they see Tyler Perry, they only hear that little bit of story, but they don't know how much he had to go through to get to where he's at. So can you um explain that for people?
1: No, yeah. So I think first thing you have to do is, is really sit down and decide and define your clear vision of what you want to do and who you want to be, you know, in your business and what you want your business to be. Um, like I said, for us, it was a 15 year journey, like discovering exactly what we, how we wanted to present this idea to the
0: world. Um, so
1: we settled on being a production company.
0: Okay. So, so, so so now I'm going to break things down. Okay. So let's say I'm that black, I'm not black gay boy and, um, You say in production company, how do you get started in a production company? How, how does that first work out? You go with your friend, you know, you and your, uh, your friend say, you know, I want to do this. How do I start on start going into a production company?
1: Yeah. I I mean, you, you, you have to trademark yourself. You have to set yourself as, as an LLC. So you have to go, you know, attain a lawyer, um, And like set yourself up to be a LLC. There's like ways you can go on to one thing about America. There's, you can get a lot of stuff for free, you know, up to a certain point. So just kind of like Google LLC, how to, how to create your LLC is certain steps. It's certain steps you can go through your own self to create that. And then at some point you will need like a lawyer to kind of help you go through the paperwork and make sure you're doing everything correctly. Um, Definitely trademark. If you're going to do anything in entertainment or anything that's in business, period, you want to trademark your name, your logos, your, your, you know, it's no such thing as really like kind of trademarking your idea. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> even when you go to trademark your, your, um, your name or your logo, they make you list like all the things it's going to be used for you know so i listed everything that has to do anything with production company because you also want to have a clear vision on what you want your company to become don't limit it to what what it is right now look into the future and say what 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 are the possibilities that this can come. So <clears throat> when I trademarked it, I listed everything to do with any kind of production situation from movies to everything. Okay. Cause I don't know what this will become, you know what I mean? And I, and so when, and if it gets there, I don't want to have to backpedal mm-hmm. and try to get everything right. So someone can't take anything from us at that point. Um, um, so we just, so I, so I just had to make sure that we, I just thought ahead of time and just say, look, let me just make sure I list everything. So, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it does, we're already covered, you know. Sure. Um, and just overall, make sure that you partner with people. Like you have to decide how you want to be portrayed, how you want to see in this in, in, in anything. You only have one time, one one chance to actually um, represent yourself mm. um, and, 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 and 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 introduce yourself to the world. So. You know, if you want to be seen on a certain caliber, make sure that you are able to present yourself in that caliber, mm. um, and so that you, because if that's the case, you you hold yourself to a standard, and that keeps you keeps you working to that to that expectation and that standard. Um, Eugene and I decided that originally we thought possibly that we can do all this editing to our videos and do everything ourselves, and you know. We thought that we can literally do that ourselves, and we we um, literally figured out that that's not what kind of that's not what we meant when we decided to be a production company. (laughs) Mm. We meant we wanted to come up with the ideas and facilitate them. Um, you know come up with the, the stories and facilitate the stories and different ways that we can tell the stories eventually we eventually maybe do um, a TV show make eventually do a talk show eventually do those things that's what we wanted you the want creative. to be the
0: creative, um, creative. part the, the, um, like executive producers and executive producers okay we
1: do not want to do and don't have the skills to do like video editing and like all the magic that goes on with that and we were very um lucky to partner with um a company called Fit Minds Productions out of Chicago. Okay. Um they are absolutely amazing and they have they are the people who are doing all of our videos production work and editing for us. Mm-hmm. Um they are amazing husband and wife named Amber and Adrian. Um and so and just to talk about Black History Month, it, Eugene and I made a very, um, um, made the decision to make sure that everyone that worked on this project was black um, because we felt like they would understand the plight, even though they may not, everyone, our production company and our web designer um, is n- no one's gay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we do have two males on the, on both those teams um black males but you know they understand the struggle of being a black male you know they may not be gay but they understand the struggle of being a black male and and lucky for us they both have gay family members in their lives so they so they 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 you know
0: sympathize
1: yeah yeah open to the topic mm-hmm. um but they have done a phenomenal 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 job um with um helping us with designing the website and and um in doing our videos. So you have to partner yourself, you know, with the image that you see your business becoming. Like we wanted to make sure that we presented this. We see this website and this project as a gift that is being done from black men and be given to black men. So we want you all to open this website and open this project up and feel a huge an amount of pride and, and, and unwrap it in that way like oh my god this is for me this was done for me um, and we want you guys to feel the love and feel the intent behind the project so that you know just set a high bar for us that mm. we had to keep up with
0: so when you it's, okay so you sat down and you got your LLC you luckily uh, you, you definitely partnered up with someone in Chicago to help this production even smoother along, along to hit what you you wanted and they're black on because you know listen you know like we love all black people but sometimes you sit down there and you, and, and you want to do stuff with black on things and and then is that that stereotype that I don't want to work with black businesses because they never get things together and stuff like that so I'm happy that you did say that and say look they're black owned they know what they're doing and plus i've seen your work i've seen the work so i already know they know their shit you know what i mean so i think that's really awesome because we want our black businesses to flourish you know what i mean i mean um so let's get to because you know everybody's with that whole tiktok this and this and this for promotion and when it comes to um a lot of things uh of they want people to see. Do you do you save and budget your money as far as okay, you know what, this is what we want to do. This is X amount of money that I'm gonna save to decide for this. Um this is X amount of money that I need to do to travel out to these places to go if I need to film. Like do you do you get an accounting for that? Do you get... You know, so... And, and what I'm trying... I don't mean to hit you with all these questions, but I know there's, there's guys out there, even myself sometimes, where I had to learn stuff myself, as you know. Mm-hmm. Where there's people... There's kids out there that want to do stuff, but they don't have a big brother or anybody to speak to them on how to do it. The only thing they probably have is YouTube, because that was my best friend and big brother, was YouTube when I first started this podcast. So... Um what was that like what is that journey like like do you save money do you budget you know do you go on a a, a kind of broke income like you know what is that
1: yeah I mean yeah, I mean I think it's all the above actually um you know again, when you decide that you want to be a legitimate business like and if you don't have the funds to do it, you know obviously everyone knows there's like you know loans and stuff out there that you can that you can get there's grants and things depend, depending on what kind of business you're starting There's grants and stuff out there that could probably help get you started. Mm-hmm. Um, you would need to get like a, you know, learn how to write a proposal to apply for those grants and things like that. Um, but there is a, a, a few things out there that, um, that we were able to get, like we got the PPP loan at, in some of the small businesses during COVID that allowed us to, it's a loan, but you don't have to pay it back. Um, <clears throat>
0: And then you said it's it's called a PPP loan. Explain that that just real quick. Like it's
1: like it's it's, it's like what the government was kind of giving out to sm- small businesses during the pandemic this um, this past summer that um, kind of helped them kind of keep, keep themselves up afloat pretty much. Um, and you were able to apply for it and to to up to up to a certain amount, you know, because the money could only be used for like paying your employees or paying for you know, um, paying other vendors and things like that for your business. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's, so it's said to be a loan, but you don't have to pay it back as long as you use it correctly. Um, and don't um, get
0: audited people don't get audited.
1: Well, the thing is you're going to have to pay taxes on it because, you know, you have to have receipts and things like that. Like, you know, just a regular business practice, you have to keep all your receipts, keep, Keep, keep all your paperwork together. So even even with working with um, the production company and and, and the uh, website designer, which the website designer company is called um, uh, Heyman um, 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 Studios, um, based out of Chicago as well too, um, you have to keep your invoices and make sure that everything you discuss is put in the invoices so that you know exactly what you're coming out. You do need a budget. I know you mentioned a budget earlier. Like you do... You know, if you know that you only have $2,000, then you have to work within that budget. You mm-hmm. know, um, I always say this. Like, we are quick to go on vacation, buy certain things, yeah. buy the latest sneakers, buy the latest whatever, this and that, iPhones, $800 on the iPhone, $1,200 on the iPhone, things like that. If, you, if, if you're not willing to invest in you, then you can't expect someone else to invest in you. I say that.
0: I'm so fucking happy you said that. Let me tell you. So I have a mentor, I have a mentor and before this podcast happened and I said, I said this again, when I did the, um, when I did the business with Rome, um, my mentor at that time, I I was coming up with ideas for an app, right? I was like, oh, this is a dating app, but whatever, whatever, it should be a a dating app. It's going to be good. A blind dating app. And then he came out and he says, they have something like that. I was like, no, they don't. He was like, yes, they do So he came out and he said, I need you to be logical. He was like, what is something that you do well that you can put money into and invest into yourself? And I was like, what the fuck I do well? I don't know what I do well. Shit. Then I realized getting drunk at a bar telling people their life stories and their problems before they even know and giving them advice on it. I said, fuck, well, let's do this with a podcast at a bar. And it went, it flourished from there and it's still flourishing and it, and there's still other avenues that I'm hitting. But it's like you said, I had to put money in and invest in my, myself in order to get to where I need, need to get. You know what I mean? I mean, from yeah like even i mean even
1: just doing the the trademarking like trademarking is can be it's two hundred and fifty dollars to two hundred and seventy five dollars depending on what you're trademarking if you're trademarking your name and an image it's about two seventy five mm. um and a cool thing about it is that You know, once you put that image in and the name in, even while it's being searched, because they 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 have to research it, make sure that no one else is using it under the same ways. Because there's many things they you see many things. Johnson and Johnson is Johnson Johnson is not only used for like the lotion and things like that. There's there's another company called Johnson and Johnson somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you trademark stuff. The point of trademarking is like really, really being uh, um, specific about what you're using it for,
0: mm. you know, and
1: what it's going to be used for, so that people can differentiate between you and another business that may have that same name or something like that. Mm. Um, you have to research if the name is taken, you know. What I mean, um, and so that takes research, and so you can pretty do pretty much do that yourself. Like, you know, again, it will cost you two two fifty to two seventy five to 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 do it, Um, but they will assign you a a, a lawyer through the website that will look it over for you. If you want to really go in, you therefore can go and also hire your own personal trademark lawyer who can go through and make sure everything is done really, really correctly, but I found that I have did it with my other business and I've done it with this, like you can really do that yourself, and they hold the name while they research it so no one else can trademark it while, while you're doing it. Once you put, you pay your money and you put your information in, they, they they hold the name so while they research it so no one else can come underneath you and take it from you.
0: So and what they- are, so not to cut you off, but okay, I'm Billy I, no, I don't use it. I'm fuck. I use my name. I'm Dante. Mm-hmm. I want to turn around. I want to do a business. So I I, I say, hey, I want to be the little big mouths, right? And then I want to find out the trade and trademark. So now what do I do? I just go on Google. I just turn around and say, all right, Google, find I a little got big-
1: the exact website, but just Google trademarking a name, and there's a government website that will come up, and you just go into that that, that website and you will just, you know, read through it thoroughly and they take you, take you through it step by step to do it, to do it yourself. Um, again, if you have the resources, if you have the money and you can, you know, all this stuff can be, anything can be paid for and done for you. You know what I mean? Um, but there's always generally some ways usually out there that you, that can help you do it for a lower cost first. And, um, yourself and then once you reach a certain point yeah you can hire someone else to make sure everything is okay and again it depends on how big you want to go with the project i mean some people literally trademark sayings trademark their name just because they just never know you know one day 30 years from now you may have an idea you have a name you know i trademark my name is trademark because it's just a unique name so i trademarked that sure when the i was like it early is
0: 20.
1: um and I've kept it up ever since, um, just in case I ever want to use it for something. Mm. You know what I mean? And someone else can just go behind me and just use it. There's a town actually in Michigan named that's named LaDu and kind of spelt it similar to my name, and um, things like that. So, you know, for anything I decided I want to do, <clears throat> I just did that. But no, yeah, you you have to again, you have to sit and be very clear and research exactly what you, the field you want to go go in and business you want to go in and really research what you need to do to be a successful business in that realm. And you just want to cover 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 yourself business wise. You don't want like for us again, like we are a production company, mm. we have really plan to sell our ideas to to other networks, to major networks. And so what we wanted to do was come when we go into these networks like Netflix and things like that. Like we want to come in there owning everything that we have already, so that because again, you never know with any like any um, good idea, and you can present it to anybody, mm. especially to someone who has more resources than you, they can go right behind you and recreate something on their own. So, so which the mean, which
0: mean, it means. Um, listen, I, listen. You already know how how I, how I get down on my podcast. You know, I say what the fuck I want to say. Now that means for the white people who like to steal, <laughs> it is what it is. Right? I mean, well,
1: unfortunately, white people are not the only people that steal. I think, I think, I think people in overall, I think people just get, just see a good idea and they and they may have the resources to again. You know, just you just got to be very careful with who you discuss your business ideas mm-hmm. with. You don't discuss them with everybody. You don't discuss your ideas with everyone. Like Eugene and I have a whole list of st- things that we want to do that we already have set we already have them in order we know what we're going to do once we get done with this with the documentary what's the next documentary going to be what the next set of the the website is going to be mm-hmm. project that's going to feature on the website we, we know all these things already um but we're not going to share them with anyone because
0: of course not let me tell yeah. you, let me t- tell you so let me let me let me get back to Yes, I said white Hollywood. I said black Hollywood, Spanish Hollywood. people still. But I like to say white white Hollywood first because that's the the ones that was there. They're still in first before anything else. But people still Hollywood still. So you gotta turn around and do what you gotta do. Um, but on on an, on another note, like I really feel that. What you're doing is important, not only for the culture, but it's important to sit down, down there and um and be strong about what you, what you do. Because even, I go back to the guys again, EYL, they give financial literacy and they give you gems about like the stock market and whatever. And they already have somebody stealing their stu- stuff and, and telling people to donate money to them to do A, B, and C. You know what I mean? So that's why I said it's, it's, it's so impo- important, you know, like I said, I joke around a lot on here and, you know, get a little ratchet, but you know, it's been many times that I've seen stuff that I've told somebody and I was like, bitch, is that a commercial? And I was drunk when I said it, I was like, is that a commercial? Did I have somebody out with a commercial and didn't realize it? Did somebody just still a dance step that I was doing? And I was like, "That's some bullshit," but I can't get mad because I didn't know at that time I was drunk too. But I didn't know at that time, you know what I mean? So I think what you're doing is amazing, and the way that you're going about it.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I think again, I think we for for Eugene and I, we want just full control over everything that we do. Smart. So the only way that you can do that is unless you own it, you know. And then we also see what we do. We have put a value on what we do um so therefore you know you can't really put a value on something unless you own it you know right sure. um, that's why you go to a retail store you go into gucci you go into whatever else they own those clothes and they put a, va- a monetary value on those clothes and so therefore you go in there and you decide whether you want to pay for it or not and you can you have the choice of walking right back out if you decide you don't want to mm. but they have put a a a value on it and they can do that because they own it you know so um and again for us it's just about being in full control doing exactly what we want to do and if any deal that we come up with anyone we want full control over it so um so that's what we're hoping that people will buy into is you know that's why
0: you get like janet jackson get control
1: yeah, exactly. Um, but no, yeah. So I mean, we're we're, we're really excited. Um, we think that this is really going to help a lot of people. I mean, it's other it's other. We're you know, obviously, we're not the first ones to put out there. You know, people share their own stories in general, right? Um, we just want to be create a place that where that people can come to overall and share their stories. A good safe place. A safe place, and we want to specifically be fo- focused on Black gay men, you know, um, and tell those stories. Um, and there's other websites and um, Instagrams that are amazing, who are doing, you know, who who are doing an amazing job with sharing the most beautiful images and positive attributes of us as black gay men, like one of my favorites so far is like Native Son and and um, IG Page and Black Gay Weddings is one of my other favorite ones that I like to look at and they, you know, they show you know, just the culture of being, Native Son shows the culture of being um, um, the culture of being a black gay man and show that we are in every aspect of this world and in life and we contribute and everything and Black, black Gay Weddings um, shows the you know, the beautiful weddings of, 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 of black gay couples and, and lesbian and, 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 and males and, mm. and things like that. And so it's a beautiful thing. So I think it's enough room for everybody at the table, especially when it comes to just showing the beautiful parts of us and the real parts of us. So mm. um, we just want to f- decide to focus on just, you know, once you are that scientist, once you have found that amazing person, what was that journey? To becoming you, mm. you know what contributed to you being who you are today, and how how would that change fifteen years from now? Like, is it you know you know so you know people want to hear the steps, just like you wanted me to explain the business side and what steps I took. People want to hear how you have molded yourself to be the person that you are today. Mm. And you sharing your journey can really help somebody else redefine or define theirs, you know, and save them, hopefully, from a few pitfalls that we all naturally have to go through mm. to grow and to learn. Um, but
0: what are those pitfalls? What can you give me at least a few pitfalls that you had to go through and then overcome?
1: I mean, well, I mean, I think just being black gay men, like you have to you know, A, figure out, come out to yourself that you're gay, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the first step. You, you know, you have to acknowledge who you are yourself. And in defining who you are, you're going to have to ask yourself real questions and and deal with certain things and realize that certain things that have went through in your childhood, that how you was raised, um, so on and so on, um, has determine how you think about things how you view things mm-hmm. and and so sometimes those can be good things and those can be bad things <laughs> you know and so some a lot of us have have been passed down issues that isn't ours mm-hmm. by our parents and by the world and by our communities mm-hmm. and we have to sit and fight through those struggles and figure out how to deal with those issues. And sometimes a lot of time realizing that it's really not an issue that we had, that was someone else's this issue.
0: issue. So you and have trauma. To...
1: Exactly. It's trauma. So you have to figure out those things. And once you figure those things out, then you free enough to kind of figure out what exactly do you want, who you want to be, you know, coming out and being in this gay community sometimes is not easy. Mm-hmm. Like people like to define you for what they need for you to be you know Mm -hmm. um, and what you can and and what purpose that you can serve in their lives and if you're not a strong person Mm -hmm. a strong person you can really let someone else define your journey and define your story and so
0: yeah my question is now we we talk about that side of the pitfalls of you know being being black gay you know what was some of the pitfalls, like you know, of this business that you had to fall and then re re like fight back to do what you need to do? Because some people would say money issues, some people would say people falling off. Like for me, for example, I would say a pitfall for me in, in, in doing a podcast was, um, you know, trying to get people to open up and feel comfortable to open up with me and then it just flourished from there you know what i mean so what was your pit pitfall for this um for for this uh project
1: i mean the same thing like you know getting people to open up You know, and um, so that's one. That was one pitfall: getting people to trust you enough to share their story. Um, Another pitfall was just like really realizing what was our strengths and capabilities. Like, you know, so what that meant was we realized we couldn't do certain things. So then now we had to pay someone to do those things. (laughs) So pitfall was like making sure we had the money to do that. You know what I mean? And 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 you know, sacrificing whatever we had to sacrifice personally. To um, to actually um, um, do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's just again, it just it 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 just depends on your actual desire on what you want to do and how you want to do it.
0: it okay, but but else. but you know what? What I what I respect a lot, and I think what 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 my little big mouths need to hear, or my little big mouths need to hear. My black little big miles, or white little big big miles, my in betweens, and and all that great stuff is that when you fall, is to get back up, because yeah. at the end of the day, you said this is this is actually a fifteen year project that took a break. You know what I mean? And I think that I think what they need to definitely hear is is that um you took a break, but you had you had a passion to keep going. You know what I mean?
1: Definitely, definitely. It's again? Like I said, stories in black—a journey. It's been a journey, and we all are on one, and we all will continue to be on one. Um, you just gotta realize what your journey, what what your journey purpose is, and and sit and sit in that, and and be steadfast in that.
0: Okay, so l- let's turn around and bring it back, since we are about to shut down in a few. What are the main places that people can go? to hear hear your whole whole spill your website ig all that good stuff and yeah and also other things that you're doing if you're working with the community in some type of way let us know um so you
1: can go to we are all our social medias are up right now twitter facebook and instagram is stories in black um just how i found stories um in black um You can go on any of our social medias. Um, uh, The website is actually stories, the letter in black um, Mm -hmm. dot com. Um, So that will launch on the 28th of this month of February. Um, You can, on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram, you can watch all the trailers from the, um, for the Chapters and in the interview and in, in the, the chapters and the stories that we are going to put up um, so far. They are really cool. I suggest you guys go out, go to the social media and, and look, look at it. And that's pretty much it for right now. Um, just us kind of really focusing on the social media, getting getting the word out there. We have got an amazing response. But yeah, so pretty much go to the social media right now and figure out and just, and just look at what we're doing so far and you can eventually go to the
0: website on the 28th. Well, listen. First of all, I want to thank you so, so much to, to coming on on my podcast and giving me the exclusive because you know I love me a good exclusive and um sharing this because this is something that people really need to hear. Um, We definitely can't wait and I hope to see bigger and better th- and things which I'm going to see because you're a fighter. Hey, buddy, this is Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante and this is the time to love Black History Month because we can do whatever we want.